0: Welcome back to Prevention Nation,
1: where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz,
0: and I'm Shelby Russell.
1: Welcome back to Prevention Nation, it's Roy here with uh, Shelby, and we have a guest today, right? Yes. Yeah, who's the guest?
0: Introduce yourself.
1: Yeah.
2: Hi. <laughs> I'm Abby, uh, newest staff, oh gosh, second newest now staff member at Safe on Maine, also prevention coordinator with these lovely people.
1: Okay. Well, uh, what are we going to talk about today, shall we?
2: We are going to talk about the impact of technology
0: slash social media.
1: Slash social Yeah, because yeah. you <laughs> see, that's what we were discussing. We were talking about um, that lately, uh, as of recent, we at Safe on Main have had lots of requests to go into schools um, for different populations, people, and talk about the negative impacts of social media. But I think from our discussions um, recently, it's not just social media. It's social media and all of technology. The
2: internet. The in internet.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay, so where do we where do we start? It's a huge topic. So where do we start?
0: So obviously there are positives to the internet, positives mm-hmm. to social media, like organization, research and critical thinking, bonding and community, self expression, creativity and exploring interests, all that. So, yeah. it, can, it can be helpful, obviously. Mm-hmm. However, we're probably going to... Usually, we do like to see the positive side. But today, yeah. we're going to focus on oh, the Oh, we're going to go all dark, right? And we're going to focus <laughs> okay. on the risks, yes. Good. So, and this is something I am pretty passionate about. So, if I dominate the conversation, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> yeah, go for it. But yes, um, the impact of technoli- technology specifically on children and teenagers and brain development in general, um, productivity attention span, you name it. So I want to talk about kind of all of those kinds of things today because I do think it is affecting the world in a really big way and it will continue to in the future.
1: Yeah. Okay. So which, which one do you want to tackle first? I mean, that's a... Okay. So I
0: think because of our field being in like relationships and mental health and stuff like that, the first one i kind of want to talk about is social skills and relationships.
1: Yeah. How it, how it, uh, impacts relationships. Okay.
0: Right. So A lot of things that I guess teachers have been just anecdotally noticing and also researchers Mm -hmm. have scientifically been noticing is that people's social skills, and by people I mean adults and also children and teenagers, social skills have been decreasing because people spend a lot more time inside on their devices. They Mm -hmm. would rather text than call. They would rather some kids, obviously not all, Because there is some parents that still do make their kids go outside and and meet friends and things like that. And that's great. Um, And I'm not trying to take away from that at all. I think that's awesome. But there is an epidemic, definitely, of...
1: Well, Abby just mentioned it yesterday when we were talking. uh, And tell us a little bit about that. uh, You said when you go on date night with your Um, husband, you explicitly do what?
2: We purposefully do not look at our phones. We don't text other people, go on social media we intentionally put our phones face down and do not touch them while we're on date night. And recently we've noticed when we go out with the rest of our friends who are similar age, you know, Mm -hmm. we're in late 20s, early 30s, whatever, but... Every single one of them constantly has their phone out and is texting, and you you know we're hanging out with our best friends. We're doing a fun activity. It's Friday night. But are you
1: really together, right? And
2: yeah, and it's like, why are you in this world on your phone when you're this? Isn't this what life is? Is with your people in real life, and they're on their phones and on the social media world, and it's just sad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think about it just on a, as a. Um... Living in a family with children and a wife. Yeah. Um, I look at old shows and families all are like talking and stuff. And mm-hmm. I will literally be sitting in my living room and I'll text my kids in other yeah. rooms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I see that to, that social skills are becoming less necessary. You yeah. Just, you can just text.
0: There's an over-reliance on technology. And every it's aspect like a crutch. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. And that's for... And we all... I'm the youngest one here, so I can assume you guys are in the same boat. We mm-hmm. all were raised without technology. We mm-hmm. ju- This just yeah. came into our lives, you know, 10 mm-hmm. years ago or so. Um, so this doesn't include the people who are starting at, you know, age 1 or age 2 or yeah. age 5 on yeah. technology and then having to develop. We developed social skills, I, I'm going to say, quote, normally, right? Yeah. Yeah. The way traditionally anyways, yeah. yeah, things have happened. But now this is like an unknown. It's it's kind of like an unknown. And that's the scariest yeah. part to me personally yeah. is yeah, that these
1: generations we don't... being born or will right. never know Will a world without this. Technology. Shelby
2: and I are in a unique position where we grew up literally at I mean, at least if we're gonna talk about phones and social media as we know it today, that was happening as we were teenagers and in college. So we have a unique perspective. I mean you do as a parent as well, but I think living through it also as teenagers in this kind of more critical area was insightful. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I remember when I remember when internet first came out, it was dial-up. I mean, my wife and I got a computer and we, you know, got down AOL for the very first time. And, wow, the world had opened up and we didn't mm-hmm. see the disadvantages at that time. We yeah. were just like, this is exciting. Yeah. We can learn so much. Yeah. yeah, we had no idea what was going to happen. What, what happened then?
0: Shall we? Well, so one thing I do like to mention, want to mention that from 2000, the year 2000 to recent years, so I don't know, Mm -hmm. one or two years ago, um, the attention span of the average person has decreased from 12 seconds to 8 seconds. So now it's about 8 seconds, where it used to be 12. Um, What were we talking about? (laughs) That's
1: a bad joke. Very good joke. (laughs) But it's true though. 25%. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So in... i would bet it's probably 20 more more years is it going to be half Mm -hmm. of that you know it is anyone going to be able to pay attention because it's already hard enough to get kids like you know back in 1980 to pay attention but now it's like oh we're competing with screens constantly yeah
1: yeah well Um, didn't tiktok so when tiktok first came out for example talking about attention span the videos were only what how many seconds
0: 30? 30, 30 uh, right? 15, yeah. And then,
1: like last year, mm-hmm. they increased the to capacity three. for some of them to be what? Three minutes. Three minutes. Do you know what? I can't make it through a single yeah. three if it's As soon as it hits 10, 15 seconds, if it's not really enthralling, I'm done. Yeah, I just swipe. Right. So three minutes already is way too long for me to be engaged.
0: Which so. is so sad because, yeah, uh, teachers are fighting this epidemic all the time yeah so So, how is that how are teachers i mean like what do you think their impact is 53 percent of children nowadays have a smartphone by the time they turn 11 so Mm -hmm. i don't know what grade that is sixth uh, fifth grade fifth grade grade, right so and that's not including the people who do have it before that and stuff like that that's just on average Mm -hmm. but if they if most kids have a phone that means they probably have it on them or they're creating some type of rule around it where they have yeah. to leave it in their locker or something like that. I don't know. I'm sure every school is different. That's what I've at mm-hmm. least noticed. Some kids are literally allowed to be on their phones in class and some kids are not even allowed to have it in class. Yeah. But um, I do think that teachers are starting to mm-hmm. have to really deal with this and have to deal yeah. with the attention span, the videos they can show, the lessons they're trying to make them shorter and quicker and maybe even easier to understand i don't know i don't want to say it's making us dumber or anything like that but, Yeah. um
1: probably uh, making us smarter in, in a lot of ways, ways. But just in yeah. different ways yeah
0: right but but the you know Reliance on a calculator and stuff like that mm-hmm. for two plus two or whatever like easy stuff you should be able to not two plus two, but like seven yeah, yeah. times eight, what is that? It's like well, oh. I think it's the
2: same thing with spelling I mean, too, that kids don't yeah. have to spell anymore because of their phones. Predictive text. Yeah, predictive
1: yeah. text, uh autocorrect. I mean, yeah, there there's gonna be less uh ness necessity in knowing how to spell. Even grammar has changed, I think, with um the vernacular and yes. stuff has changed yeah. with text. Um less you know less words in a text message you can get mm-hmm. something across with a lot fewer words emojis are almost becoming part of language mm-hmm, uh, from mm-hmm. what i understand so
0: yeah and solving problems you just look up on google mm-hmm. yeah, instead yes, of google. having a discussion what do you think what do you think what do you think oh let's just look it up yeah yeah Instead of, like this morning, we literally used Google to look up the word breakup. Uh, yeah. Is it two is words? It word? Is it one two word? Instead hyphenated. of discussing it and working through that problem. I mean, that's a really simple thing. But, and it's, this is another point I wanted it, to bring it's up.
1: Dependency is what I'm hearing. Dependency.
0: Though. But the hypocritical nature of me and all of us in this room is so funny because it's like, we are also kind of, you know, addicted and reliant and dependent on yeah. technology. This Even very though podcast we is going realize, to be a technology. Exactly. Even yeah. though we realize how dangerous it is, how um, maladaptive and things like that, mm-hmm. and how, yeah. how risky it could possibly be, we still are addicted to it. We still want to use it. Because and,
1: there are obvious benefits that we right. pointed out. But we're going dark, so let's get dark. What else? What <laughs> okay. else? Abby, what do you got? What's something that uh, just um. gets you about internet and social media?
2: So one of the main things that Shelby and I talked about yesterday, or maybe it was last week even, because Shelby and I have been very passionate about this for a few <laughs> yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of the things, and she's already kind of touched on it, is what she was saying, like the unknowing um, of how it's affecting children, especially, you know, I have quite a few people who have children under the age of three, and just seeing how they are around technology. And I know it can be as simple as, oh, well, they see mommy or daddy with the phone, so they want the phone. But... I don't know. I feel like there's just so many things you hear now about how babies know how to like use apps and do stuff like that and scream if they don't have screen time. It's just crazy to me. And I, it makes me scared for when I have children because like she said, the, not just the unknowingness, but also just, as we said, we know we have addictions and we have fully developed brains. So how is that going to fully impact? People without fully developed brains is just really scary. Yeah, I remember to it me. was a number of
1: years ago, but I saw it was a vine uh, about a had a little toddler, probably no more than two years old, who mm-hmm. was on an iPad and the toddler was using their hand to like open up screens and swipe screens left mm-hmm. and you know all that. But then the parents or the caregivers, whoever it was, I guess you couldn't really see in the vine, but they took the iPad away and they set down a magazine and this toddler was thoroughly confused, oh, I saw trying that. to swipe the magazine. Mm-hmm thinking that images would change, but nothing was changing. And the child became frustrated with the magazine. So, I don't know, I mean, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking about when you're talking yes,
2: about Yes, and obviously, you know, to be devil's advocate for it, you could say, well, all these children are going to grow up being so advanced in technology and hitting these, you know, marks way before we did in our generations. Like, and they probably will, yeah. And they probably will, you know, they probably will. I think about p- today, you know, in the job world, when... You see younger people versus older people as far as learning technology, not even just in the workforce, just technology right. at home. Like your grandparents, most of the time call you because they have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so but obviously, at what cost? I mean, they're going to learn a lot and it'll be. They're going to learn a lot, cost. but kind of what we we're saying like maybe some of these social cues and things like that, and attention span. I mean, just all of that stuff so bad, and we haven't even started to talk about, yeah, you know, teenagers and body image and all mm-hmm. of that. We haven't even yeah. started down that. Yeah, oh, so yeah. start that,
1: because I mean, I have two kids that are high schoolers, and mm-hmm. I see, personally, every day, I hear from them. I see the yeah. physical wear and tear on them, on their minds, Yeah. in comparing themselves to right. these people. I mean, my daughter was just telling me last night um, that she wants to take a gap between, you know, when she graduates high school before doing her next uh, big thing, and she said, literally cited, a social media site saying that Mm -hmm. this influencer did it I can do it Mm -hmm. really? you can you can just take off to Hawaii (laughs) do you have a job? what are you going to do in Hawaii for a year to pay for bills but an influencer did it so she thinks it's
2: Mm -hmm. it's unrealistic yeah
1: it's it's not that it's not accomplished that you can't accomplish it, Mm -hmm. but it's very unrealistic
2: and people don't often complain like especially influencers like you're saying they are so quick to post this fabulous life they have yeah but they don't show the negatives. They don't show the struggles. It could all be lies. It could all be, you know, you can be very deceptive. There's that Netflix show or whatever that just came out about that person. Actually, there's two. There's one about a girl who thinks it's a fake one or is based on a real person who did it. Mm-hmm. And then the other is based on this guy who, like, pretended to have this identity. Yeah. And both of them literally, like, swindled people out of money mm-hmm. because yeah. they presented online that they were these rich, fabulous people. Right. And it's, it was all a lie. And that's, yeah. so that's definitely something, this fake life So that self-image, present. it
1: really changes self-image and mm-hmm. perception of self. How about relationships? Does it affect relationships?
0: Yeah, so we were kind of talking about this today uh, with dating apps or just social media in general, how big the world is. It's so much easier to quantify that in your head now mm-hmm. than it was like 20 years ago, like we said. Yeah. Um, you were a lot more of an important person mm-hmm. <laughs> to the people around you than you yeah. are now. Yeah. Because um, on, uh, dating apps or whatever, there's just so many people, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't really, I don't use them at all, but I, I, am from what I know, you can just kind of ghost somebody a lot mm-hmm. more easily than it, you know, I mean, it, if you live in the same town, let's think in 2000, if you live in the same town and you're dating them, you're probably going to see them again. So you're going to mm-hmm. have to at least, it's okay if you want to break up or if you don't want to date them again or whatever, but you have, you have to kind of explain that to them, or tell them, yeah. or some mm-hmm. some type of cutting them off or whatever. But
2: um,
1: well, I think about swiping. I mean, I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know You have to swipe left to accept or right to accept.
2: I don't know. I don't. Know. I've never been on a dating app. Yeah. Okay, so like, well, <laughs> we're all inexperienced at this.
1: But let's I think you know, whichever you swipe it is. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So swipe right if you accept them.
2: I believe so. Okay.
1: So the point is, like, you're looking at people like as in a catalog.
2: Right. Yeah. They're just
1: merchandise. They're not. They're not They're a like human disposable. being anymore. They're disposable. It's just in merchandise. Oh, I don't like. I don't like that shirt, so mm-hmm. I switch. You know, flip the page. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing with people, human yeah. beings. You're so like, I don't like how that person looks. I don't like this, and you're just swiping, because mm-hmm. they don't matter at all. Yeah,
0: and even if you do accept them, but then maybe they can't, aren't cool to talk to or something for a second. You can like unmatch them or something, or yeah, uh, delete them or something. Whatever it is, I don't know, but <laughs> some kind of. I don't want you anymore, and they can probably see that or know that. Yeah. And I just, I just think that that obviously affects people's confidence, it's but so it's also
1: yeah, yeah. It's and just, the judgments that form around it. Cause I know I have a my oldest daughter is on dating apps, and she she will literally exclude whole populations of people based on. One thing that they might put on their social media might be their political or it might be their height or might be their, some element, she excludes a whole population of people. Whereas if it wasn't, if you weren't dating on a site, you would actually meet somebody, get to know them first and find out that the sum of their character isn't one thing that they put on their social media.
0: Like if they have a cat, I would probably, if I was on a dating app or whatever, I would say no to them immediately. But if I met someone and then I like, found out they liked
1: cats, but you already really liked them.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: So, what are you missing out on because you? You know what I'm right. saying? Right.
0: It's so. it's it's very weird, and I just I don't know. I think human connect, hum, human interaction in real life in person is so important. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I definitely think it's affecting relationships in a lot of ways.
1: Attention uh, span, relationships, mm-hmm. perceptions of self. What else? What else? Uh, what's your other big concern? I, mean, I
0: think health problems is a big thing. Yeah, so talk about that. What does that mean? Yeah, so not only do people spend more time inside and less time outside or doing yeah. other things, they are so addicted to their technology, um, so that you know they can't escape that. But like sleeping, think about sleeping for mm-hmm. kids. That's yeah. so 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 important. And teenagers, their your brain is not developed. You need at least, I don't know, like nine hours of sleep or something crazy like that. Yeah. People are not getting that because they're even just video games, not even necessarily social media, but right. staying up late to text people, staying up late to play video games, staying up late to get on social media, staying up late to even just like watch T V or something. Like mm-hmm. that is not good for your brain. That's not good for your body. It's not good for your sleep.
1: Yeah, do you two sleep next to your phone? Um,
0: it's like three feet away on a table. Yeah
2: on my nightstand. Three feet away? Okay. Mm-hmm. But some people I know sleep with it. Yeah.
1: Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. that
2: is definitely it definitely leads like Shelby was saying to sleeplessness for so many reasons, like you said, being addicted to it and also just it even as adults like in our brain, it's hard for your body to go to sleep. Right after you stop. Like, they say, I think, It's the blue three, light. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I think they say it's one hour before bed. You're not supposed yeah. to look at your phone because it's not good for your brain and stuff or your eye. Yeah, it, like, tricks
0: you <laughs> into thinking it's daytime so you don't get tired or something like
1: that. Yeah, so I keep mean, going and how many it. of us actually utilize um, that nighttime, uh, what's that nighttime the, uh, mode? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, where it changes the, the color light. to more of a...
2: Uh, I get mad when it does See <laughs> hue. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, that's probably better for you, but nobody's using it. No yeah. one's using
2: blue light glasses. They were for like a minute. Yeah. It's and I don't know, when you
1: say health problems, how many of you, I don't know, do either of you look at your phone enough that, that sometimes it feels like it's messing with your vision? There's sometimes yes. I'll be looking at it yeah. and like my eyes will hurt and I'll have to pull my phone away from my face to focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: And I, like, this is kind of going back a little bit to what you were saying like half an hour ago, but <laughs> um, I think we've talked about this before that it's gotten so bad even as an adult where I will be watching a show or a movie and if I lose interest for like 30 seconds I start going through my phone. Yeah. I'm supposed to be watching, and it could be a brand new movie I've never oh, seen yeah, before. I do that too. And I start going yeah. through my phone because I'm not. I don't feel like I'm stimulated enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this like, the understimulation
0: is insane.
2: Yeah, so maybe it's me backtracking, but I forgot to mention that earlier.
1: No, well, it's so that's so funny because I do that too when I'm on Hulu. Because Hulu, mm-hmm. on the top of the screen, uh, it'll say like uh, the ad is like a minute and forty seconds. Mm-hmm. In my brain, I'm like, I have a minute and forty seconds to look at TikTok. Oh, yeah. Wow. I literally think that in my mm-hmm. like out loud in my brain. I have a minute and forty seconds. Well,
2: it's, it does phone. release dopamine. The way phones are designed in social media is, it releases dopamine in your brain and makes your brain get tricked into thinking you're rewarding it by looking at your phone. Mm-hmm. That's partially why it's so addictive. Right. Yeah. Because things are evil. Yeah. As we all are, six inches yeah. from our phones Literally. in here.
0: <laughs> and I think that that's so important. Like instant gratification, like is what we're kind of talking about. Like yeah. when I see an ad and it's hundred uh, or hundred and forty seconds, a minute and forty seconds, I'm like oh, no, that's the worst thing ever. I literally have to sit here. And, right. like, it won't let me skip the mm-hmm. ad. I'm like, I literally have to sit here for a whole mm-hmm. minute and 40 sometimes seconds and watch just, this. Sometimes
1: when you just dismiss it then. Like, if I if I, I have a choice sometimes to listen to the whole ad, it won't give me the, like, skip mm-hmm. ads button. And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't need to know bad enough. Right. I won't even wait that time.
0: Because instant gratification, I need to watch my show mm-hmm. now. Or I need to mm-hmm. watch this video right now. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. And I think that that's probably... the what I would predict is that it's going to start affecting our lives in a real way that everyone has that issue with like no patience and instant gratification. Like when you go to get a coffee and they don't immediately serve it to you or like food or something, I I would be curious to see if, you know, staff of like restaurants have seen any type of, increased that they perceived that people
2: are less patient than they used to be. Or something. Well, just because um, you said restaurants, I wonder,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, chime in on that. Here, what do
2: you think? Um, so I used, well, I still kind of work at a restaurant one day a week. So um, honestly, it was like during COVID, people were reacted very differently. And then after COVID, people have absolutely, yeah, no patience anymore. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily the phone or that. I don't know. But a thousand percent, people don't get their food it definitely, there's been less patience with stuff or with service in general, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'd say so. But like I said, I think things also shifted a little during COVID, but technology yeah. also was a whole yeah, thing COVID during COVID. Own... That's yeah. old, we won't open that can mm-hmm. of worms. Right. Um, but I definitely think it could be a double effect of that yeah. happening because people are definitely, I think the other thing with that is that people see the stuff on social media, on technology, about if things aren't 100,000% perfect and amazing, Yeah. that... That's a trend right now. Like, oh, I wrote this place up, or this person sucks because they did one little thing wrong, and it's like yeah. five, right. two years That's ago. Right, the goes to the cancel
1: culture where, yeah. if I don't <laughs> like this service. I'm gonna uh, post a, a right. review about a it. One
2: star review.
0: One star right. review,
1: and that person may just have been having a bad day. Right, like, right. Give We've this place a chance a little before, bit. And I think sure. before
2: yeah. social media, people were not doing that. They were did not have this heightened sense of. I don't say entitlement. I don't know what the right word is, but... But yeah, you're right. Before <laughs> internet,
1: before technology in this level, um, I didn't write an ad in the newspaper because I had yeah. a bad service at McDonald's mm. one day. That, was, that's, that would be crazy. Like but forgetting. when you mentioned restaurants, it made me think about economics. People nowadays are... There's just a greater and greater divide in between the wealthy and the poor. People are struggling economically everywhere. I hear mm-hmm. it all the time. And yet, people are managing to... I mean, I don't know. There was just recently a report out... Um, talking about the amount of money spent, um, you know, on, uh, what's that, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. More people are purchasing mm-hmm. things online. Yeah. Well, it's tipping over that same way for food. People are, you know, door dashing food. Mm-hmm. That's expensive. Right. But that, without that technology, you actually got in your car and you went out together mm-hmm. and got right. something, something to eat or you made something at home. Now, making something at home isn't an option. Going out to get eaten isn't an option. I need it delivered to me yeah. now. Right. And mm-hmm. it costs right and even
0: if you do go for like takeout or something like that when you we used to like oh like this other guy's waiting i'm gonna talk to him for five minutes like oh cool shirt or whatever you know having sparking up a conversation with another person or another customer and that is something
1: contactless right i don't even want to talk to you right but that's (laughs)
0: that is something that i do try to challenge myself to do especially if it's like an older person because usually they're the ones that aren't on their phones uh not to stereotype us or anything but um yes they they usually you know i'll see an older woman and i'm like I love your little this or that and like we have a little conversation about it and it really makes me feel so like human and so it's you're intentionally a little, starting conversations. yes it's a little it's a it's seems a little hypocritical and fake because i know i'm just gonna you know the next time i do it i'm just gonna get on my phone the whole time and pretend like i'm not even in this world but yeah i, I definitely i just think picture an older lady
1: <laughs> getting in her car and doing a tiktok of like some young girl just asked me how yeah I'm that's so funny that's just, so no, funny